grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crammed to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and let's keep up with the Windsors. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up With The Winsers. My name is Michelle. And I'm Rachel. We have a jam-packed episode for you today. There's lots of stuff, but Rach, I want to start with a uh, quick question. How are you? How's your week been? I'm good. And Shell, I'm very excited because tomorrow we are going to see the king. Yes. Okay. So last episode, last week, Rachel mentioned that she was going to see the king and I was trying to get some time off work and I got time off work. So we're both going tomorrow. We're going to take sandwiches. It's quite cold at the moment, isn't it? So we're going to have to have a coat and an umbrella and all sorts. Hopefully, fingers crossed it doesn't rain because we're probably going to be waiting for hours, but we're very excited. And it will be the first time that we've seen each other in person since the Queen's funeral. Wow, Rach, really? Yeah, September. That was the last time we physically saw each other. I mean, Rach and I, nearly we speak nearly every day, but like actually give a hug, you know. Yeah, it's time for tomorrow. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> bright and early, bright and early. I'm dreading it. And I don't mean that as in like, I'm dreading seeing the king. I'm actually quite nervous about seeing the king, but I think I'm dreading the whole waiting. Yeah. We just never know what to expect. There's always a different thing every time, right? Yeah, I mean, show it's preparation for the coronation, isn't it? <laughs> because, oh, goodness me. You know, that's going to be a slog and a half. Oh, yes. So today we've got a lovely Royal Roundup for you and then we've got some Royal News coming up. But firstly, I wanted to give a massive shout out to Lola13419, who has given us a lovely review over on Apple. She congratulated us on our 400,000 downloads and she said, congratulations to you girls. It's just awesome that you are having such tremendous success. I love it so much. And we love you. Thank you so much, Lola. And all the Royal community have sent us well wishes and congratulations. It's because of you that we're here. So we want to say congratulations to you as well, Royal Community, <laughs> for being here every week. And it's going to sound weird saying this, but here's to the next 400,000. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> that does sound weird saying that actually, yeah. Rach. Royal community, we just can't believe it. Thank you. Shall we head on to the Royal Round of Rich? Let's do it. So let's start with a royal birthday shell. August turned two. Yes. Oh, this was so sweet, wasn't it? It was so sweet. In an Instagram post, Eugenie said, you are our world's greatest joy. Keep dancing and smiling, my angel. They was at a zoo and he was walking and dancing. It was just such a cute video. And what I love the most is they had the Bee Gees jive talking in the background as the music on the reel. It was just made me feel really happy. And actually, I completely forgot that he turned two. It feels like yesterday he was born. I know, and he'll have a little brother and sister to see won't he he will i know that'll be coming soon we're moving on we've got the official flag flying days of the union jack on government buildings now this has been announced this week rach i think you mentioned whilst you were doing the notes that this is a bit like sheldon and amy's fun with flags, <laughs> fun with flags. <laughs> from the <laughs> big bang theory, big bang theory. <laughs> i'm gonna do half of them and then rach you could do the other half because then it'll be like michelle and rachel's fun with flags moment yeah. okay seven of the 13 are royal related are you ready go <laughs> okay on the 
9th of April, the King and Queen Consort's wedding day. So that's when a flag will be flying. The 6th of May on the coronation day. And the 17th of June, the King's official birthday. Rach, take it away with the rest of them. The 21st of June, Prince William's birthday. The 17th of July, the Queen Consort's birthday. The 8th of September, the King's accession day. And the 14th of November, the King's birthday. Reading that a session day for the king actually freaks me out. It gave me goosebumps, Rach. When that date comes around, the 8th of September, it's going to be such a strange day. And I think it will for the king as well, because obviously he's mourning the loss of his mother one year on. But it's the first time he's going to be remembering that day that he became king. I completely see him in his position and I think he's done a brilliant job of moving into that. But still, I still feel a little bit like... Oh, I miss the Queen. We miss her. We miss her, her, don't we? What community do you miss the Queen? Let us know. Come on over to Instagram and send us a DM. Let us know how you're feeling because we miss her. We miss the Queen. We do. Let's move on to the Queen Consort. So she visited Storm Family Centre, which offers community services and help to people affected by domestic violence. And I just wanted to break down, I was having a look at their website and Storm stands for Support, Trust, Opportunity, rebuilding and motivation. So the charity, which marks its 19th anniversary this year, started by helping four women and during the past 19 years has supported over 3,000 women and 1,000 young people. And the centre offers art therapy sessions, which we saw show in a video Camilla took part in. The centre is extraordinary. And she gave the most passionate speech about Marie Hansen, who was the founder of Storm, and how she has helped so many people and brought everyone together for this cause. Honestly, it just reminds me that every single little thing that you do has knock-on effects and to help for women and then it grow into this amazing charity that's been going for 19 years. That is dedication and honestly, we need more people like Marie in the world. We really do. And this centre actually offers as well free learning. So the women in these situations can gain qualifications, which ultimately help them get back out there into the real world as such after they've gone through what they have. Yeah, because in a lot of domestic abuse cases, the partner who is abusing actually takes a lot of power, especially financial power. So by gaining qualifications, it gives them their independence back, but also their financial independence. And that is just massive for anyone out there. We also wanted to wish the Queen Consort a speedy recovery because, Shell, she has COVID. I know, and this is the second time. This is the second time. And we were really excited because we were going to be able to meet her hopefully, when she came to Milton Keynes with the King. But because she has COVID, obviously, she's had to cancel all of her engagements this week. And that must have been so sad for her because all of the royal family's diaries are super busy. Let's just hope if she has symptoms, they're very mild. And let's wish her a um, speedy recovery, as you mentioned, Rach. But we are gutted we're not seeing her. Let's move on. We saw the king. He was at Leighton House, which is a museum that has been newly renovated. And what has been brilliant is they've had an artistic partnership with a charity that the king founded when he was Prince of Wales called Turquoise Mountain. And what it does is it preserves and develops traditional craft practices from around the Middle East, Myanmar and Afghanistan. It's a way of creating economic development across these regions. Again, 
not a charity I've heard of, but how excellent that it would bring so much stability to people in those regions. And what I loved about this the most is there is a video of Charles trying to open a puzzle box. And I'm telling you what, I've got a few of these puzzle boxes at home. And if you do not know the knack to opening them, because each one is different, it's hilarious watching people trying to open them. And I was like, go on, Charles. And he still couldn't get it. I loved it. It was brilliant. Have a look at the video and also have a look at Leighton House. What I'll do is I'll pop the link in the show notes. Rural community, in the show notes, Rachel and I always put links in to charities that we mention, or if there's anywhere you can donate, we'll pop them into the show notes. If you're listening on your phone, you can just scroll up and the show notes should be there. And that's a way of you finding out more about these charities we mention. And we do that for every single show. So last week we mentioned that New Zealand could have a royal visit soon. And guess what? The Princess Royal and Sir Timothy Lawrence are visiting currently. I mean, again, if we'd have known Royal Community, we would have told you last week. So they are there to mark the centenary of the Royal New Zealand Corps of Signals, of which Anne is Colonel-in-Chief. Again, next week, we'll catch you up on some of the engagements that we missed talking about today. But they have visited the National Disaster and Crisis Headquarters in Wellington following Cyclone Gabrielle. I admire the courage of the people of Ataroa. During this alarming and difficult time, you should all be proud of the resilience, strength and care for your communities you are showing in the face of adversity. And it was signed off with the words Kia Kaha, which translated into English means be strong. Oh, that's so lovely, isn't yeah, it? so lovely. I only saw this Today Show. I've not really seen much or heard much about the Princess Royal's engagement. Shocker, Royal mm. Community. <laughs> you know, we, how, won't, we won't carry on about because we say it every we single week. But you know, yeah, because we say it every week. Hopefully, we'll have some more news from the Princess Royal's visit next week. We're sending all our love to the rural community over in New Zealand who have been affected by the cyclone and the earthquake. Let's hope that the Princess Royal and Sir Timothy Lawrence are safe and that they can continue their royal engagements over in New Zealand. And yeah, sending lots of love to the rural community because it's just absolutely awful. We're going to move to the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall. And no, we're not talking about Charles and Camilla. We're talking about (laughs) Catherine and William. How weird. This is like our first time talking about them as the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall. It feels weird. It's so strange. (laughs) Remember, Royal Community, William holds the purse strings. The Duchy of Cornwall now, he's a big cheese. He's money bags. He's Mr. Money Bags. He's the one paying for everyone. The drinks are on William. (laughs) Okay, William and Catherine visited Cornwall together for the first time since being given those titles. They went to the National Maritime Museum in Falmouth, where they heard about the maritime heritage of the local area and met volunteers who are vital to the local community. We saw them inside the museum's workshop, where they met people working on the refurbishment of the Kiwi, which is a sailing boat that was presented to Queen Elizabeth and the Duke of Edinburgh as a wedding present from the Royal New Zealand Navy. Oh my goodness me, Rage. I haven't seen that. What Did you see this sailing boat? What did it look like? Yeah, and William and Catherine were doing a bit of nailing on it. <laughs> 
Really? Did they? Yeah. Oh. It was a video. It was really funny because you just saw Catherine and then I was like, where's William? And then he pops up like a little meerkat and he was obviously <laughs> under the boat whacking some nails in. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the engagement where Catherine met her old history teacher outside and she gave him a lovely hug, didn't she? Yeah, it was so sweet. I think she was in primary school because she was saying, I remember what the way the classroom was laid out. Can you remember your primary school teacher, Rach? No, I can't actually. <laughs> I can remember every single one. I know their names. I know where my book was. I know where I put my coat on the peg. I have such a vivid memory of being that age. And my sisters don't. They're like, what are you going on about? <laughs> but I just, rem- I feel like I'm an elephant. I remember everything. Ellie the elephant. <laughs> I know, right? Next, they heard from a group of young people who were taking part in Young and Talented Cornwall. Now, this is a scheme which provides financial support to young people across Cornwall, fulfilling their potential, regardless of their background or financial means. Now, I'm loving this. This sounds amazing. It is. It honestly helps so many people within this community. The funds have given over 350000 thousand pounds to over 275 individuals in the last 10 years they've been supporting people who've gone on to win medals in the olympics international rugby players and musicians who play in major orchestras i'm just baffled by this i've never heard of it this sounds brilliant and also royal community if you don't know the uk very well cornwall it's like a become over the years a tourist hotspot hasn't it shell yeah i want to just do a little caveat to that if anyone's watch Poldark you will know Cornwall okay 100% you'll know Cornwall but it is the southeastern part of England isn't it yeah so there's a lot of people that go there on holidays that are UK based as well as tourists from other countries Cornwall is the type of place where in the summer it's really busy and then in the winter months it's just the locals and that's when it's really tough for places like this here in the UK so for a scheme like the young and talented Cornwall it's just amazing that they help so many people because a lot of the locals obviously when they reach a certain age move out of Cornwall so that they can go on to be these successful people and winning medals in the Olympics that's absolutely incredible it is it's amazing so moving on from that we saw Catherine doing the hokey cokey with some toddlers at the Tracania <laughs> Centre and you turn around that's what it's all about Royal Community everyone I mean her hair looked perfect I could never do hokey cokey with my hair looking like that William and Catherine finished the day by watching and participating in a model boat race which of course got competitive because you know what they're like, William and Catherine. Of course it is. Of course they did, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. This was a really successful trip to Cornwall. It really was. And Shell, I think this was my favourite I want to say engagement, but it wasn't. But my favourite moment of the week and maybe my favourite moment of the royal year so far. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) On Friday, there were some photos that were circling around over on Twitter. And I was like, oh, what's this about? And it was William at the Ipswich Ambulance Station. Now, I posted this on Story saying it's a reminder that not all engagements are official engagements. And this was a private visit rather than an official one, which is why it was not picked up by the royal reporters, nor was it on the Prince and Princess of Wales social media accounts. And then I'm on TikTok I'm scrolling like everybody does. Sending me videos, Royal Community. She loves it. Sending shell videos. And then I see this video <laughs> of William. And I'm like, what is going on? I click on it. And there's this woman with William FaceTiming her child who's on their lunch break. And it was so funny because the kids in this video are like, what? Like, you can see the bewilderment. Like, 
yeah what prince william is <laughs> we had doing a facetime with prince william it was so funny there was this ginger-haired kid and william made a joke and he said oh are you friends with ed sheeran did he look like ed sheeran rich i think it was just the ginger hair to be honest <laughs> oh fair enough and then it went back to william and he was holding a little cupcake and he said oh your mother's feeding me a cupcakes they're not very good i've told her she wouldn't win bake off <laughs> What made me laugh the most about this TikTok video was um, one of the friends that was filming them tried to hold the camera against a a Tesco uh, meal deal sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, keeping it real at dinner time. Yeah, because William was like, aren't you doing any work? Or the the mum was, and they were like, no, we're on lunch. (laughs) We're on lunch now, yeah. It's so funny because... To me, it was like William, king of the banter. <laughs> yeah. We saw then lots of other pictures coming out of William posing with some of the teams from the ambulance station. Again, like you said, this is an unofficial engagement. But I actually have to say, Rach, I think there was more social posts and interactions about this unofficial engagement than there was <laughs> with normal engagements. I think it's because when you see William or any of the royals, in fact, on a visit it like this you know that they're not that they're playing up to the cameras normally but they obviously are aware of the cameras on them and they're aware of what they're saying and what they're doing because they know it's going to be picked up by the royal reporters yet on a visit like this it's much more relaxed and he's obviously gone in in his own time and we've seen it before the other week when they was at that food bank um william actually said oh we'll be back but we won't have all of this meaning the cameras and the reporters with us yeah i just think it's really nice because this is in his own time and that not everything is on the royal diary and this is just him saying thanks to the services Yeah, absolutely. And we saw, didn't we, back in lockdown, he had that initiative for mental health with first responders. We know that the NHS at the moment, they're going on strike and there's lots of strain. So to have an unofficial visit must have really made people's day. And it's nice that he went. And to finish off with William and Catherine, they will be attending the BAFTAs this Sunday. So we'll make sure that we cover that next week. And we'll have a nice gown moment, right? Exactly. I'm thinking a repeat. I think a repeat too. I mean, she got such beautiful dresses. Why not repeat them? I want to just make a point. Royal community, let us know. Come over to Instagram and let us know what you think about this. But recently I've found that Catherine has the same gestures when she's on royal engagements. And one of those is bringing her hands together in like a Disney princess kind of way. (laughs) Does that make sense what I'm saying? Because I kept looking thinking, now... A Disney princesses copying Catherine or is she <laughs> copying Disney princesses? So maybe it's just me seeing it, but I thought that is a very princess thing to do. And also I saw a video of Catherine exiting a car in the most pristine way I've ever seen a royal exit a car. Like her knees were together. She had this big hat on. I can't remember where it was from, but it was a recent engagement. She has just got it. And I'm just Mm -hmm. so jealous. (laughs) (laughs) So, Royal Community, that's the Royal Roundup for this week. Let's head on to the Royal News because we've got some coronation news coming up. Oh, it's all about the coronation. Let's get to the Royal News. So, Shell, the ballot for the coronation concert is now open. Yay! If you are a UK resident, you have until the 28th of February to apply. And, Royal Community, you can bet your bottom dollar that Shell and I will be applying. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've applied for you already, Rach, but I haven't applied for me. 
Yes. So you still need to apply. So if Michelle gets it, she'll bring me. If I get it, yeah. I'll bring Michelle. And what I love about this ballot in particular is even if you sign up on the 28th, you still got just as much chance as somebody who signed up on day one. So don't wait. Definitely apply if you're in the UK, but don't worry. It's not going to mean that you know, it's the first 5,000 people. It's not. It's yeah. They're just going to do a big, massive ballot, aren't they? And just to be clear, this is just the ballot for inside the concert. So if you're coming from another country, you can still, if you want to, head to Windsor Castle. You just won't actually get inside the concert. It's only for UK residents. Which is exactly what happened with us with the Jubilee concert. We were outside of the actual ticketed event, but we were still part of it. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see whether we actually get a place in the ballot. I don't think so. Royal Community. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I mean, there's only 5,000 tickets being released. So it's very slim pickings out there. But if yeah. we do, it'll be like China Chocolate Factory. I got a garden ticket. <laughs> yes. It's 5,000 tickets, but everyone's bringing a guest. So it's actually 10,000 people, isn't it? Yeah. And then another 5,000 are just for their charities. It's a lovely thing that everyone gets an opportunity to apply. What's the the Hunger Games? May the odds be ever in your favour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Hunger Games. Okay, let's move on. We've had the Coronation Emblem revealed this week, Rach. What's your first thoughts of this? The, my first impression was I thought it looked traditional, but there was a modern element to it. Yeah. I liked the colours that they used. So they had the red and the blue and obviously the white. It was probably a given for me anyway. The flowers from the Four Nations were incorporated in some way and I really liked it. And Shell, I really liked that not only have we got it in English, but also in the Welsh language. In Welsh! Yes, definitely. I bet you Bedworth is very happy about that because <laughs> I am. That's brilliant. My initial thought was whoa it's really busy there's a lot going on could they have simplified it but then when I started breaking down the elements and looking it really did connect to who Charles is he loves gardens he loves flowers doesn't he he loves um nature yeah he and he was in the shape of St Edward's crown as well we've got the colors of the Union Jack red white and blue we've got the rose of England the thistle of Scotland the daffodil of Wales and the shamrock of Northern Ireland I've started to be won over by it I'm still not loving it, but would it be nice to have had an array of emblems in front of us? And then we go, we get to choose. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to see what else they had on offer. It was designed by Sir Johnny Ive and his Love From Collective. And this you can download for free and it can be used for combination parties, events that are going on within your local community. Uh, we'll leave a link to that in the show notes if you want to print that off. And Shell, I've got to admit, I think I actually prefer this over the Jubilee emblem. Yeah, I'm the same. To be honest, the Jubilee emblem, I had to have somebody sit down and tell me what it was about. (laughs) And then as soon as I learned what the elements were and how they connected, I was like, that's really genius. It was a young person that did the emblem for the Platinum Jubilee, which is so lovely. And this is more of a proper designer, isn't it? Yeah. And also the designer was the person that designed the terracotta. So it's got connections to Charles in that way as well. Oh, that's lovely. I love that. Yeah. Like I said, I don't hate it. I don't absolutely love it, but I'm being won over. I'll give it a good seven out of ten. <laughs> I'm like my little score sheet so far. It would just be nice to when we go to London see it in all the streets. 
because that's what happened at the Jubilee. Flags are everywhere. I'm excited because not only did we have the emblem this week, we also had a Coronation Crown update, show. And we've been wondering about this. We talked about this, didn't we, in our jewellery special with the Royal Jewellery Box, Catherine. And we finally get a result. Rach, tell us all about it. So the Queen Consort will wear Queen Mary's crown. And this is the first time in recent history that an existing crown will be used instead of a new commission. Now, some changes are being made, including a tribute to Queen Elizabeth, with the crown being reset with the Cullinan 3, Cullinan 4 and Cullinan 5 diamonds that were part of Her Late Majesty's personal collection. And four of the crown's eight detachable arches will be removed to create a different design to when it was last worn in 1911. Amazing. And now we definitely know that the Corinor diamond will be taken out and Granny's chips are going to be used, Royal Community. They are a lovely homage to the late Queen. And I am going to say this. I actually like it with the eight arches. I think it's a beautiful crown, but it's more traditional to take the four detachable arches off. So it only leaves four. It leaves the crown looking a little bit bare but actually what happens with that is it makes the diamonds and the jewels stand out even more Mm -hmm. and one thing I found interesting is when I saw a picture of the two crowns King George V's crown and Queen Mary's crown Queen Mary's crown looked like it was too close to the king's crown and so I think now having those detachments is going to bring a little bit more of a personalised flair and also harks back to a more traditional queen consort crown. I'm really excited to see this. I'm glad they took that diamond out because it would have just caused uproar in the press. I think moving forward, I just love hearing about the coronation. I can't believe we're living through it, Rach. (laughs) I'm really excited to see how the diamonds are incorporated because they are magnificent on their own, but to see them within a crown setting is just going to be absolutely fantastic. And I think what you were saying about the crown being bare shell, I think will look fuller in the sense that Camilla's hairstyle, the way she has it flicked out, by the time the crown is sat on her head, it will actually really frame her face nicely. I agree with you. And we've been wondering what crown she was going to wear. I think this is a very good choice. It is also a hashtag recyclable. I love the fact that it says recyclable because usually a queen consort would have a completely brand new crown made. And this is, we're not doing that. We're recycling one that we've already got and making it more personalized to the queen consort. I think they should always do this, to be honest. I don't see why there's this need to have a new crown every time. But when we went to Sotheby's, we went to the Tiara exhibition. We also got to see some of the queens in past years. I think it was Queen Anne, wasn't it? We saw Queen Elizabeth I and Queen Elizabeth II's Bibles. And they were all honestly just beautifully... um, bound and you could see some of our jewels so again these are aspects of the coronation we wouldn't tend to be privy to but even their bibles are very personalized to each one and i'm just wondering what the king and queen consort's bibles are going to look like rach yeah i mean i've just got all thoughts in my head considering the coronation and one of my first thoughts is i remember the other week when we were talking about the procession going to Westminster Abbey that we're only going to see going is the king and the queen consort so Catherine William and the children will already be there but coming back we're going to see the procession which is going to be amazing because if we can't get service on the Mall, this will be the first time we'll be able to see what they're wearing 
Yeah. And I swear, if Charlotte is wearing a little tiara, I think I'm going to scream my head off. <laughs> and if Catherine is wearing that blooming lover's knot tiara, I will throw a fit. I will yeah. throw a fit. I know loads of people want to see her in the Girls of Great Britain, Britain and, Ireland. and Ireland. I don't. I want to see her in a Cartier Halo. I just want the wedding vibes back. <laughs> yeah. I doubt um, Charlotte will wear tiara. If she doesn't, she at least needs to wear a little hat. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Or little diamond pins or something in her hair. Yeah. yeah. I'm there for a full-on fascinator. Go, Charlotte. Come on. This is the perfect time to bring out all of the jewels that they possibly can from their collection. How excited were we when Catherine was in Boston and she wore that emerald and diamond choker? Because we had not seen that since Diana wore it. Yeah, I know. So to see pieces from the Royal Vault that we haven't seen in years, that's just going to be so exciting. And I've been speaking to a few people on Instagram and I think it was one of our followers, Joshua, was saying he thinks that Beatrice will wear Queen Mary's fringe tiara because she wore that on her wedding day. And if that's the case, maybe Eugenie will wear one of your favourite tiaras. The Emerald Kokoschniak <laughs> tiara. I can't even say it. I'm so excited, Royal Community. <laughs> yes, bring it on. If I see that in real life, I'm going to scream. I tell you what, though, I loved Megan's. I loved the Art Deco style of Megan's. Yeah, the band's yeah. tiara. Yeah, loved it. But then we don't know whether Megan and Harry will be at the coronation. But we do know that the coronation is being broken down from three hours down to one hour. So, Rach, when we are on the mile waiting for that procession to come back, we haven't got that long. Could you imagine having to stay there for three hours waiting for like, come on! (laughs) Shell, it's not that far away now. I'm getting nervous. I'm getting anxious. I'm getting excited. I'm getting all the feels about me. Coronation time! Royal community, if you are coming to the coronation, send us a DM over on Instagram. We are hoping to meet up with as many people as we can. And we're going to do an element of volunteering at some point. So we'll give you more details as we go closer to the day. It's so exciting. Ah, so exciting. It's so exciting. Just to let you know that tomorrow when Rachel and I are with the king, we'll be seeing seeing, uh, King Charles tomorrow. We will be vlogging. We're going to be doing a YouTube video. So come on over to YouTube. Keep it up with the Windsors. We've got lots of royal content over there. And we will put our vlog up. So again, I will pop in the show notes a little link so you can go to that YouTube video and watch it. Come on over to YouTube and join us. Become a subscriber and watch our videos there. You can also come over to Instagram, Keep It Up With The Windsors Pod. Don't forget, you can also email us, keepingupthewindsorspod at gmail.com and you can also support us on Ko-fi by buying us a cup of coffee. It's £4 slash 6 bucks, and that helps to keep the podcast on the air. And again, that link will be in the show notes. We would love it if you could review our podcast over on Apple Podcasts you can leave us a review on Spotify if you'd like to rate us give us five stars we would love you forever the Royal Community thank you so much for listening to our episode we will love to see you next week where we're going to chat about our day with King Charles we don't know whether we're going to see him talk to him who knows give him flowers we don't know Royal Community your guess is as good as mine come back next week and listen to our episode and we will break down everything what happened where we were And if you want to watch it beforehand, head on over to YouTube and watch the vlog. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week on Keeping Up With The Wizards. Wizards.